Hello everyone, I am Juana Yordekescu and you're listening to the We Include podcast. Here we seek to bring you the most relevant and off-the-shelf diversity and inclusion initiatives. Today we're landing in Romania to learn more about Higher 45 Plus and its co-founders Alina Angel and Radica Obancha. Higher 45 Plus is a manifesto to combat the labor crisis and discrimination based on age and recruitment. It's a social mobilization, if you want, so born out of the belief that if we help educate the labor market by directly addressing both employers and candidates, we can make a difference. Alina is an entrepreneur and creator of social projects with many hats. She's partnered with over 200 organizations from 20 industries, taking their brand to the next level. She's also created three national professional communities, one for HR managers, one for reconversions, and one for future millionaires, which I'm quite interested in. (laughs) She has also some very, very fresh TikTok content, so check that out. Rodika is a master certified coach focused on leadership and organizational development. In the past years, she's co-founded Great HR Community, Higher 45 Plus, and Diversity and Inclusion World, which has some amazing events coming up this summer. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Alina, Rodika, welcome to the We Include podcast. How are you today? Hello. <laughs> Good Hi, to be here. Having Great having you. I must say I have one single agenda point for today, um, and that is to learn from you. How do you do it all? I must say uh, I'm amazed by the amount of projects you're running and have run in the past years. So how do you wake up in the morning and think to yourself, hey, today I'm actually going to be doing some things that not many people are doing. Um, And uh, I will be in uncharted waters again and again and again. (laughs) How do you do it all? What gives you the energy? Well, if, if I may start, uh, I hear that question a lot. How do you have the energy? How, how do you have a life <laughs> besides these projects? But I guess it's a way of living and you don't realize it at a certain point. Um, and uh, I, I'm not going to bullshit around. We really love what we do and we really believe in the causes of, of the projects that we do. Uh, and if not us, then who? I mean, nobody else has started these kinds of projects. We are hoping that a lot more people will start this, this kind of project. But until now, we are the first. And this is basically our mission. This could be why we are on this earth. Yeah, I, I, I resonate with uh, Alina's ideas. Um, I'm motivated by the mission because um, when I wake up in the morning, you know, I have a, an agenda and I know exactly what I have to do in that day. And some, in, in, sometimes my agenda is full, but the mission energizes me. Uh, it gives me purpose, uh, meaning and, and energy because I know that I'm doing something, you know, meaningful and that, that matter most for me. I love that. (laughs) We're going to touch more on that later, uh, but I want to tell you what led me to you. Um, I have had hundreds of calls with people like you, but not one of them was focusing on the problem of generational gap, digital skill gap and confidence gap for those 40, 45 plus which is a consistently signaled issue, especially by the EU workforce statistics and analysis, by a lot of uh, NGOs uh, and by a lot of people, actually. Um, So I am uh, really, really keen to learn more from you how Higher 45 Plus was born, uh, what do you see next? But this is my first 
this was my first curiosity. Whenever I, 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 I whenever I, I see news from you, because you do also good marketing, so well done on that. Um, and I don't see it from other countries. I don't see it from other regions as present. Why you? Why this? I know you have a lot of uh, projects rolling out uh, and maybe more coming, uh, <laughs> hopefully. But why you and why this one? Well, uh, if I may answer this one. Um, a few years ago, which are almost seven, I met uh, Radhika at an event uh, that led to a coffee that led to uh, creating um, uh, an HR community, mm-hmm. an HR managers community. And in that community, uh, three years ago, uh, this, uh, this rumor uh, was uh, coming uh, uh, toward us more and more about uh, companies discriminating people um, mm. when coming to an interview based on their age. Uh, and uh, this, uh, this uh, uh, trend um, uh, was something that we realized uh, uh, we should investigate because um, if we have started uh, a community of uh, HR managers, it's basically our mission to solve problems in the labor market. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we started to, to investigate, to do market researches, uh, and we did uh, the first research with uh, one of the biggest international companies that uh, that is in that area um, that helped us realize that this problem is real. And the problem was basically like this. Uh, companies, uh, one in 10 companies uh, uh, said that, uh, um, I'm sorry, only one in, in 10 uh, uh, employees said that uh, their companies uh, do uh, projects regarding um, uh, anti-discrimination mm-hmm. uh, at the working place and in recruitment. But um, uh, two out of three recruiters and two out of three uh, HR uh, uh, professionals said that they do projects. So basically there was a real gap between the perception uh, or the reality in uh, in those uh, both sides. Uh, and we thought that... Um, we didn't want to do another project that helped people uh, get jobs or another project that helped companies get uh, uh, more uh, candidates. But at that time, we wanted uh, to start a project that could change minds, mm-hmm. could change the, uh, the people in Romania, the entire labor market mindset. And after that, of course, a lot of projects uh, came along that helped the, the two things I, I said before with um, candidates and with uh, helping people get jobs and so on but uh this was not the start our start was to to change uh, minds that can change minds that can change <laughs> minds and so on again everybody picked the easiest thing ever I'm, like, I'm just yeah. gonna do this thing that is so easy and everybody does it doesn't require any energy any resources any <laughs> changing minds for sure yeah recently <laughs> we went on a uh, on an interview on the radio and uh, i said well we're expecting in about 10 years things to start to change yes. and to see real results and they said why 10 years do something about it do something now <laughs> Yeah. The 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 burn is being felt, to be honest, and I think we we 
see this, uh, ge- like the generations are growing, if I may say that, right, in the labor, uh, uh, in the workforce. So somehow just observing this live, it's much more present. I think a couple of years ago, like 10, 15 years ago, we would kind of have one, two generations in the in the workforce. And now the diversification is really high. A lot of countries are really pushing for extended um, uh, going to pension age, right? Mm-hmm. So you, mm-hmm. you retire later in life as well. And I think a lot of people are also realizing, hey, I actually can have a second or a third life or a second or a third career. How does that pan out for me if I'm in a rural area, for example, right? Like uh, this urbanization of jobs, I think impacted a lot, especially in Romania and, and countries like Romania. Very interesting. Radhika, why you? I don't have an answer for that. Why me? We felt that um, we have to do something at that point. The feedback and the rumors that came to us, you know, moved us. And we said, okay, we will do it. And we started this mission. Uh, let, let's let put some light on this subject. Let, let, let's put it, I don't know, on the table, so to say. Let, mm-hmm. Let's bring it to conversation and do something about it. And we started, uh, it was 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, we managed to do some things. As Alina told you, a research, you know, uh, we went out in media to talk about it. There was some awareness, yeah. but then the pandemic uh, was here and we, we needed to, to change our strategy. And we discovered that for us, um, a different strategy will be to, uh, to address directly the issue uh, of the employer side. So we started to um, co-create projects in partnership with employers, inclusive employers, and to multiply these kind of practices and to talk about in the market about inclusive employers, about diversity, about inclusion. So to enlarge, um, let's say, the, the area. Because we started with this a- ageism, yeah. let's say, with, with this uh, narrow or, or with this specific uh, topic, but we discover uh, that it's not only about age. Mm-hmm. It is about many other things it is about could be about age could be about race could be about um you know vulnerabilities could be about plenty things that can put us aside and um as an employer it's difficult also for them yeah. you know to to really to to be inclusive and to you know build a case for diversity it's not that easy there are some bits and pieces in the labor market, not also in Romania, in plenty other countries. We are at the beginning as mm-hmm. in, in this kind of practices, maybe in Europe. Uh, yeah. this is, it, it is a perception here. So we, we, I'm not talking about a specific research or report in this direction, but it is the same in Romania. We are at the beginning. And... In a way, we are we are pioneers in in Romanian labor market. We started to talk about it and to raise awareness. And in the last three years, we did we implemented specific projects in this uh, with this specific objective. How 
Can you become more inclusive as an employer in terms of age and in terms of other, let's say, um, categories underrepresented? Categories. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, categories. Yes, and we have plenty examples in this in this direction. For sure. I couldn't be more grateful for you doing this personally. Um, whenever I see your project, I think about my parents, <laughs> mm-hmm. honestly, right? And I think maybe a lot of the people uh, who are hearing us are not directly impacted. I would imagine they are, let's say, established professionals or people ramping up in their careers or people kind of being on on, on a good track uh, or even on a good exit track. Sometimes I would love to be at some point on a good exit track, but having a, that option is a privilege in a way for many people. And But I do think everybody listening to us knows somebody who if they would have mm-hmm. had the chance to be asked, what would you like to do? What would you like to learn? Where would you see yourself again in five years, 10 years, even if you're 50 now? Because nobody probably asks. I mean, not, not many people ask me now, where do you see yourself in 10 years? They, they think I got it figured out, which I don't, by the way. <laughs> but when you're super young, everybody wants you to think about these things. And everybody kind yes. of pushes you into options. Um, so I'm I'm very, very grateful uh, you're, you're getting to do this. I know it's really hard, but pioneering is for the brave. Um, so, uh, well... Uh, uh, well pointed there. I will pick up on some some things. I think this point of intersectionality, right, is not about just one piece. I am a woman and I'm an expat, right? And you would probably discuss with somebody who is uh, 55 years old, potentially discriminated in some labor markets, but it's also a person with disability or it's also a caregiver. So the things pile up in a way, why you would have less opportunity than others or why would you have maybe more struggles? Maybe you would have the same opportunities, but you would have more struggles to make it there. Um, um, how do you see this perceived in the in the, in the the partnerships you're creating? Do people see or you need to educate bit by bit <laughs> to make it clear mm-hmm. that there is a lot of interse- intersectionality? Uh, we discovered together with Alina that we need to address both sides of mm-hmm. the relationship. Yeah, we need to address uh, candidates, regardless their age, for example, uh, and we need to address also employers and their their processes and practices, internal practices, so to say, because it, it is in between them. The can the the candidates are you know complaining that nobody you know uh, nobody is looking for them, nobody mm-hmm. is wanting them. On the the other side, the employers are saying, we do not have people to recruit. We have a lot of, you know, openings. Yeah, yeah, a lot of vacancies in our companies, but we are desperate. We We don't know where to attract people and they do not meet in Mm -hmm. a way. Mm Uh, so we started to address both sides, let's say in this partnership, both sides, um, and there are mindsets that need to be changed in in the uh, candidates uh, area and also in the um, employers area, manager, uh, hiring managers, yeah. HR people. They need to have you know a new mindset mm-hmm. in this regard. As you said, there are opportunities, but it is much easier to look for younger people because there are some you know uh, uh, beliefs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that are saying it is easier to integrate them. Mm-hmm. They are more flexible. Mm-hmm. They are more digitalized. It, it is easier. But 
And in the same side, um, on the candidates area, they also need to, yeah. to learn continuously. This is a reality. For sure. If you, if you are 45 or 50 and you are not connected with the market and you are not connected with the digitalization, for example, mm-hmm. you are out of the market. And waiting for somebody to ask you it is um, it is a way to keep you outside the market because nobody. It is possible that nobody will ask you. Yeah, yeah would, for sure. Where would you see yourself in five years? Would you like to come to to our to meet our opportunities? Maybe nobody will come after you. So it is something that you need to do by yourself. Mm-hmm. I was walking down the street. Uh, I'm sorry, I was walking down the street lately, um, and I was thinking, uh, even thieves have to get digitalized because money is getting digitalized. So every <laughs> profession in the world starts to need this skill, and uh, we have seen that uh, a lot of professionals uh, on the 45 plus range don't have the skill. And mm-hmm. as a curiosity, let's say, as a as something interesting. Uh, we found out that that uh, they are not they are digitalized, but they are not computerized. If I may ah, use that, yeah. okay, which means it. that they can use a tablet or a phone yes, or, yes. or a smartphone, but they don't uh, yeah. don't use a computer uh, a lot of them. or systems. So that's a problem. Uh-huh. Yes, got it. Okay, interesting. But I'll yes. I'll I'll pause a little bit because you've said so many interesting things, right? Like you've been through a couple of phases: the research phase, the awareness phase, um, then pandemic came in, so. You you had to really pivot on everything. Um, you had to go after opportunities both sides and you started co-creating things. Beyond this kind of abstract categories of, um, let's say abstract in, in the concept of employers and employees, I assume there were some people with you on this journey, these co-creators, these people who believe uh, or believed or continue to believe in what you're doing. And we can name names. Uh <laughs> I don't okay. have any copyright on stuff, but I'm very curious, like who, who was with you on this journey and what, how did that help you? Did it help you in any way where you're like, I'm just a lone wolf. We're just the two of us doing everything. Like where, where do you mm-hmm. feel about this network that the support that you're having, you probably need as much help as the people you're helping to get yes, this done. Yes. Right. So it is, uh, this is not a one man show. This is a network show. Yeah. So it is something that uh, we need to do it together. So we we learned that emotionally our cause um, touches a lot of people. So mm-hmm. daily we receive messages about, oh, so good that you've created this. We hire 45 plus. My sister, I know I have a friend, my mother, I have, you know. Uh, so emotionally we had a lot of support. Mm-hmm. from a lot of people this is let's say the the biggest circle <laughs> uh, next circle is that we started to call out for volunteers who wants to work with us in this cause so there, there was an, another circle with volunteers and we um, call out people that have different skills that wanted to volunteer for this cause and we have continue daily, maybe, or weekly, Alina knows better the, the marketing side, we are recruiting volunteers. So mm-hmm. it is something that we are doing continuously because we need people to support us. We need marketing people. Uh, we need HR professionals. 
we need copywriters, we need uh, programmers and, you know, yeah, program managers, uh, everything yes, that a yes. business would need. It is a business in a way, but without... It, the... it is. <laughs> it is a business. It is a social business yes, because yes. Uh, we have a clear impact that uh, we, we have in our minds. We have specific projects that we are implementing. And of course, we are looking at some KPIs here. Yeah, success and, measures. Um, yes, because otherwise it is a waste of our time and our um, expertise, mm -hmm. me and Alina, but also uh, from the volunteers. So we, we started like, like this. Yeah. So uh, it, there is a big circle of, let's say, um, followers. Then there is a circle of volunteers. Mm -hmm. And there is another circle of employers that... Um, were uh, attentive to our cause mm -hmm. and they we 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 went for them they came to us you know yeah nobody knows exactly how things happened but we started to co-create some projects with some employers in the market together with the volunteers in order to create to make impact. it happen yes yes in order to have specific results and you know not to stay in this abstract as you said yeah mm -hmm. we are doing something nice we are mm -hmm. we are doing something you know great but nobody is seeing something specific i may intervene here a little um we have met a lot of employers that really want to do something about the subject yeah. and they don't know where to start that is and we the salute thing. Yeah, we salute those employers and we have uh, um, uh, met another trend let's say uh, a negative one, as I may mm. call it. Uh, the one, uh, this one is uh, employers that have started to do things in this area, that have started to work with their um, uh, employees and with uh, their messages and uh, with their image and so on. They don't come out because they are, let's say, ashamed that they haven't done more. Got it. That they haven't done something extraordinary. And there, yes. there is this perception that you should come out to media when you are extraordinary. Yeah. But I, I, I'm using this, uh, uh, this message right now. I'm using this moment to, to tell them that this project of ours, if they want to come and talk to us, they don't have to work with us. They just talk to us. We'll, we'll, uh, we can teach them. We can tell them that it's okay to start and to tell people that we have started. We are in this phase. Uh, the companies that come to us have the impression, are under the impression that everybody's doing more than they are. And that's not true. <laughs> everybody's doing so little because we yes. are at the beginning. Yes. And we're not in the, at the beginning in Romania. We're at the beginning in, in the world. This is, this is not um, uh, a science that has been on for hundreds of years uh, and, and so on. This is something new. But this is something that has been going on for thousands of years. <laughs> so, for sure. Um, uh, so um, I, I would like to encourage everybody yes. that has uh, has a message for the for the market that um, this project also brings out examples of this is possible. Let's start together. The more, mm -hmm. the merrier. The more we are together, the more impact we will bring in the uh, in this country and abroad. Apparently, <laughs> yes, for sure. It makes me think of trauma in a way right like you feel you're alone and you try to fix it yourself but when you realize you're not alone the the, the healing or the 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 fixing the whatever you want to call it becomes 
much easier and of course much more sustainable right um this uh, you you touched on a couple of things but i think where i really want to dive now is what did you see impact on community what are some stories that you're like whatever happens with this project whatever happens with this initiative this is what i will wear proudly right like this is my my star on my shoulder uh what comes to mind for you alina well first of all i would like to say that um we have uh, impacted some people that are starting to speak loudly about mm-hmm. the subject and i'm very proud of that if you go on social media and you google this uh, this 45 uh, uh, concept that we have uh, come with you'll see some voices that are pretty influential in the uh, let's say social media um, environment that usually talk about the labor market and talk to candidates yes. which is really important um that are are talking about these candidates experiences uh besides that uh i would say that these opportunities for um uh volunteering in this project have brought people a lot of uh joy and fulfillment and um i would like to say that another impact is on these people that we have had over 100 people that in the last three years have helped this project as volunteers and Uh, in our project uh, we have uh, people that have no experience in what they're doing here in that role in volunteering or have extremely <laughs> a lot uh, extreme experience a lot of experience in that field so we have a mix uh, uh, mix there and um these people come out a little bit changed mm-hmm. if i if i say so if i may say so um uh they see an environment where they're accepted they see an environment because what we uh what we preach we we live in in this project and they see an environment uh and, and they open their eyes basically uh, they they see that something else is possible for them professionally mm-hmm. some of them realize that this is a pro- in this project that that they can learn skills to to apply in a new a new uh job opportunity so this is something that we do on a small scale but this is very important to me to my yeah. uh, to my soul um and another thing is that we have brought together uh, a lot of partners a lot of companies in this project uh and i'm not talking only about employers uh, i'm talking also about uh, other types of companies and i i would like to um um to seize the moment and to tell them that if they have companies that have resources for candidates for employers for uh, i don't know to help us with media with whatever whatever our our project uh, can benefit from they can come to us we can uh, have agreements and uh, uh, we, we can promote them and they can promote the cause also so these are the the, the three mm-hmm. things that come came up to to me right now in, in my mind Can I just say that I need to stop recording these things very early in the morning because I'm probably always going to start crying and it's going to come with me <laughs> throughout the day. <laughs> uh but that's amazing. Do we have can you share do you want to share one of these names, one of these champions that are now loud voices supporting your project? I would love to have that. Uh, yeah. Present. So we, we do we do have a conference. We started from last year to to uh, have a public let's say conference yeah. uh, with with this um this objective to multiply the these practices mm-hmm. so we do have a conference in may right now it is an online conference and in that conference we do have some dn dni or diversity and inclusion champions that 
will come out and tell us their stories. They may, some of them will have uh, case studies from their business, from their organization. Others will have some stories to share also from their practices. So um, there, is, um, there is a space in our project to, to come and tell a story mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. expose a case study. And it's quite public. Yeah, yeah. We know exactly who that person is, from what companies, and so on. Mm-hmm. Also, we do have, um, or we are start, we are at the starting point in, in Romania right now to talk about uh, inclusive employers. And we've created a map, mm-hmm. an interactive map, where we want to uh, make it public and to, you know. Um, to show that there are employers that are open to any categories. Doesn't matter um, your age or, I don't know, other, your uh, race or your vulnerabilities. Mm -hmm. As long as you have the necessary competencies or you you meet the requirements for their jobs, you you are, let's say, uh, you can apply and you can go... in that direction. So there is is a space for um, champions to to be visible in this direction and we will continue. I will probably make a separate podcast just for the champions. (laughs) Okay. Uh, They they deserve some light. And uh, as you say, small actions, small investments are equally important, right? We don't need to go out with a bank. We don't need to put millions of euros to kind of be considered inclusive. I think everybody just having the right mindset and pushing for the right actions in their culture and in the values they promote, but also in the actions that they put in place when it comes to hiring, promotions, um, uh, equal pay. Um, and we're actually going to have some equal pay experts on this show, uh, which I'm very keen to, to discuss with. I think uh, that's where we want to be, a map of people who just think that this is important. Um, mm. We're going to try to wrap it up a little bit because uh, I, I, I think we've discussed so many things and we can <laughs> probably stay here for hours. Uh, the, the three of us have met before. And again, uh, we we probably share a lot of the, the values, why we do this and what gives us energy. But in the same time, there is a never ending resource of problems to solve, good problems to solve, right? So um, I'm, I'm very curious what's in... What's next, right, for Higher 45? Uh, what are some key plans uh, that you're pushing? I understand there's a conference and maybe there are some some kind of extending this network. Those are things in motion. What's next? Well, uh, one of the things that we didn't mention today is that we are starting partnership with, with um, NGOs mm-hmm. and with uh, communities that are in more areas than only in age uh, discrimination. And... Uh, these NGOs uh, have come towards us at our invitation to create projects with them and also to help these employers that have not um, thought about these NGOs. Yeah. So uh, these NGOs come from a range uh, of uh, areas, which is, uh, um, let's say, um, uh, uh, um, um, handicap, a physical handicap or a mental handicap, um, let's say um, ethnic um, 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 origins and the uh, uh, color of the skin and so on, you know, you know, the subject, um, 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 let's say um, 
I don't know what the term is in English for people that don't have parents. <laughs> yeah, young, young people in detention centers or yes. in host, uh, um, foster homes. Yes. Or, you foster know, homes. Uh, yeah, in yeah. foster homes. And, and centers like this. Uh, LGBT all, plus and so mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Well, all, all the communities that uh, are not professional communities, mm-hmm. but have professionals that can come out of those communities. So this is one step that we are doing uh, in the in the next uh, chapter of our of our, yes. uh, we are endeavor. we are we are working uh, attentively in this direction in order to um, to, to create partnerships yes. and to put the light on these communities also and to invite them to meet with employers and also to invite employers to meet them and we are creating a hub of partnerships so. This is our strategy at this point. We, we want to create a hub of resources and also partnerships yeah. from the both sides uh, and also to create projects together because there are projects in the market, but you need they need to meet. You they know? need to meet. As you just said, I, I think this is really <laughs> simplifying the network show, right? Like this is a network show without connecting mm-hmm. these dots, the weak ties and the strong ties in, in, in this mm-hmm. uh, world. Things happen, but probably too slow, right? And probably not as wide as we would like. Um, again, I am um, very grateful for your work. I think everybody in the industry in Romania should be. Uh, and if they don't know about you, they should know about you. And I'm, I'm sure you'll make that happen. Uh, I'm trying to do my small bit here, but I, I really do Yay. see this interesting to connect at European level, right? Like if we think this is a, a reality that every country is facing and will continue to see probably amplifying. Um, I don't know how you see, because digitalization is also moving very fast, right? As you say, <laughs> at some point, everybody's fine with tablets, but what happens if we move to just, you know, uh, virtual touchscreens with our glasses? Uh, how, everybody will need to consti- continuously catch up on this. Um, so definitely network show, the emotional uh, reaction, I think it's interesting, right? And how do mm. we make this difference between is it for the right reasons and is it going to take us to the right outcome, right? Because a lot of the times we associate emotion with not so good outcome, right? We we prioritize mm-hmm. reason, we prioritize logic. And I don't no, no, think no, that's it's the answer. It's a good capital. <laughs> exactly. It's a good capital. We, we, we invested on this uh, emotional capital because a lot of, you know, emotional impact we, we've created and that kept kept us on the road, Yes. When we started to, to become aware, yeah, there are a lot of people that uh, believe in us, uh, wanted for us to do more and more and more and more. And we, we you know, took that <laughs> energy and believed it. Yeah, took that energy and believed in it. And as Americans say, it's, it gets worse before it gets better. So right now <laughs> we are at the, 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 the starting point. So we will see a lot of emotions, but let's hope that we will see positive emotions more and more because we are seeing the impact on this project. And come with us, come with us on this journey. Radhika, Alina, thank you. Thank you too. Thank you so much for staying with us for the entire episode. You are the best. If you enjoyed this conversation, subscribe to the We Include podcast on Spotify or the podcast provider of your choice. And don't forget to share in your networks. It's highly appreciated. You can find me on LinkedIn for suggestions of initiatives and topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. They are coming out weekly. Till next time, take care.